Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's talk second base and shortstop tiers next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into MVT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Wednesday, January 19th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. And let's start off with second base. The elite tier features just one name. That is Trey Turner, who has an ADP of 2. Scott, I'm assuming he is a top 3-ish pick in Roto and probably still a first-rounder in points leagues, right? Yeah, I have a first-rounder in both. I have him a little lower in Roto. I, I you know, I, I think... I think people are wanting to lock in some steals in round one and wanting to avoid the risks uh, inherent to players like Fernando Tatis. So uh, maybe Trey Turner's draft stock is getting a little elevated in that format. But, you know, he's not hes not the 60 to 70 steal guy we once hoped he would be. He's more like a 30 steal guy. Which, you know, it's a good total, but uh, not, not going to carry you in the category single-handedly. But, you know, he's more of a power hitter than he was at the start of his career. Could give you 25 homers, very reliable source of batting average. I, I think, uh, you know, a big reason second base is seen as deeper now is because Trey Turner picked up eligibility there late in the year, and it's the earliest we've been drafting a second base, a second baseman in several years. The near elite tier at second base spans rounds two through seven and features Ozzie Albies, Marcus Semien, Jose Altuve, Whit Merrifield, Brandon Lau, Cattell Marte, and Javier Baez, who is a tier lower in points leagues. Whit Merrifield as well, a tier lower in points leagues. Uh, Scott, you know, this is this tier is such a wide range of where players are being drafted. Is it fair to assume that you will wind up with less Ozzie Albies and Marcus Semien because they're going so much higher than names like Brandon Lau or Cattell Marte within the same tier? Yes, that is exactly the idea behind drafting according to the tiers. And I like having a nice big tier like this that spans several rounds because it, it gives you gives you the ability to wait at a position, which you need. You need to have positions you can wait on in order to maximize this strategy. So, uh, you know, I'm a, I was a little on the fence about whether Brandon Lau could tell Marte belonged here. Uh, as opposed to the next tier, but I feel like they're closer to Jose Altuve than they are to Jorge Polanco. And meanwhile, I feel like Jose Altuve has to be in this tier. So he 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 keeps them up in this near elite tier with him. And uh, I think that works to the benefit of all of us. The next best things tier features just two names, Jorge Polanco and Jonathan India. And I think it's a pretty interesting tier, Scott, because we have to decide whether or not what Jorge Polanco did last year was real. And I guess kind of the same thing for Jonathan India. He has this breakout season and didn't really have any monster seasons in the minors. So how are we feeling about Polanco and Jonathan India? I feel good about them. I, I think there are going to be, there is going to be skepticism surrounding both for the reasons you've mentioned, but I don't, I don't see a lot of warning signs for either. They're both disciplined hitters, which is made the most important thing to me when it comes to, how how likely they are to repeat the numbers. Um, I think Polanco probably takes a step back power-wise. India could potentially take a step forward. 
<laughs> the shortstop tiers features, uh, well, let's move into shortstop. The elite tier features Fernando Tatis, Trey Turner, and Bo Bichette. So those are the top six, uh, all drafted inside the top six in ADP right now. Scott, how are you feeling about Bo Bichette? Uh, potentially still being a first-round pick in points leagues. Obviously, provides steals for those in Roto, but he's a weird hitter uh, being drafted this early because he doesn't really walk very much. Yeah, I have him outside the first round in points leagues. Some pitchers push him out in that format as well. Uh, he's, he's a stud. I I feel like, uh, you know, maybe home runs, steals... You know, if you're setting the over-under at 30, I'm taking the under on both. And it's the home runs that concern me more, especially in Roto, when you're drafting with a first-round pick. I, I, I want to make sure I get a lot of power early in the draft. Uh, so I'm not as high on him as some others, but he, he belongs in the elite tier nonetheless. All right, next up we have the near-elite tier, which features Marcus Semien, Xander Bogarts, Corey Seager, Trevor Story, Wander Franco, Carlos Correa, and Javier Baez, who again is a tier lower in points leagues. Scott, I don't really understand the difference in ADP between Corey Seager and Marcus Semien right now. Semien, 27.3 is the ADP. Corey Seager, 70. They both signed with the Texas Rangers. I feel like they shouldn't be this far apart. I don't either, but of course... Simeon's totals were made. He set the record for a second, a guy who played primarily second base. He set the single season home run record. Uh, he stole a bunch of bases, which is something Seager's certainly not going to do, right? But I feel like the move from Toronto to Texas is going to impact him a lot more than the move from LA to Texas will Seager. Seager's Bad ball profiles to translate anywhere, and uh, he should be less dependent on a supporting cast than Simeon is. The next best things tier features Jorge Polanco, Francisco Lindor, and Tim Anderson. The disrespect that Scott has put on Francisco Lindor and Tim Anderson. You can hear all about it over on our full-length podcast, Fantasy Baseball Today, which you can listen to on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye.